Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate Rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Fantastic to have you guys with us. You know what, my friends? You continue to see the problems with college football on display with what the hell is going on around the sports. Chip Kelly, in the last couple hours, Chip Kelly is leaving a head coaching job at a Power 5 school Okay, to become an offensive coordinator at a Power 5 school. What? Why would he do that? Because he knows he's on the chopping block, because he doesn't feel like he can win in this environment. Okay, Um, He's not getting the recruits, and he knows that like, if he wants to be honest with recruits, it's hard to have those honest conversations when you're looking to get the heck out of Dodge. Chip Kelly goes to Ohio State to be their offensive coordinator. Um, Bill O'Brien is now the head coach of Boston College. Guys, like, I I believe you're going to see some really weird stuff going on that doesn't make a lot of sense. You ever see those moves that people make and you're like, I, I'm not so sure that's a, that's a step up. I, that seems like kind of worse than a lateral move. You know, like, in the past, you would just wait till they fired you, and then you would become the offensive coordinator. Chip Kelly is like, no, uh, I am doing this now. And then, like, Ohio State is, for whatever reason, cool with the fact that the guy they hired to be the OC, Bill O'Brien, leaves overnight, doesn't even get a day on the job before he becomes the head coach at Boston College, where he's from. Joining us right now, Brent Beard, First Coast News in Jacksonville and a Heisman Trophy voter. Brent, uh, good afternoon. What is your level of shock at some of the news that we've gotten? Bill O'Brien, Chip Kelly, some others that kind of inexplicably are leaving where they are. Well, I think Bill O'Brien wanted uh, a head coaching job again, and obviously he's got ties to that area. So I think that was more what was happening with him. And, I mean, look, he – it wasn't that long ago he was under the the magnifying glass and the 
the burning headlight of in the spotlight at, in Tuscaloosa, so he can go to Boston College and almost be uh, uh, unseen and on page seven in the sports page. Uh, Chip Kelly, I think, it, it, it just what you said he did, Mark. I think he knew the the end was coming. It just wasn't working, and he wanted to be uh, uh, an assistant. And, Frank, look, Kelly's a good coach. I know a lot of Gator fans are glad he didn't end up in Gainesville. But uh, he, he, at this point, I think saw the writing on the wall and decided to make a move. Now, Hefley, who was at Boston College, who left now, and it's almost too easy to say these guys are frustrated with all the demands of college football. But I, I, I'm really just wondering, guys, if Hempley left Boston College because he knew the seismic shift that was about to come after Florida State leaves the ACC and goes to the Big Ten, and how soon would Boston College either be in that move or have to stay where they are because they couldn't get anyone else to take them at this point. So, uh, yeah, some surprises there, varied motives for the moves, but uh, we're seeing, look, we're, we're, again, guys, we're seeing stuff that happening in the coaching ranks that we thought we maybe would never see. Brent, the reason is that Bill O'Brien stinks. And for, I, I got to tell you, my friend, there are a list of coaches every single year that, you know, they keep getting opportunities because, yeah. like, they're in the good old boys network or whatever it right. is, and fans can't stand them. And, and, like, you know, there's guys like that in our industry, Brent. Well, you look up in Jacksonville, boy, this guy isn't very good, and he keeps getting opportunities. Why? Why is that? Well, he's, like, he's got relationships. He you know, yep. kisses yep. bud and does all this stuff. But, you know, Jeff Fisher used to be that guy in the NFL. Like fan, fans would beg not to hire Jeff Fisher. Their team <laughs> would hire Jeff Fisher and they wouldn't be very good. And I single-handedly watch Bill O'Brien torpedo the Houston Texans when I was there. Now yeah. he tantalizes you with just enough wins. He does. But he's so, he does. T- he's so toxic, Brent, that like yeah. Deshaun Watson demanded to be traded. From that team, so I I think uh, I think that's that's why Florida fans were begging not to have Bill O'Brien. Yeah, well, and and also probably Chip Kelly too. Now O'Brien credit in fairness, I I give him credit what he did early in his career at Penn State to settle that situation down. But look, at some point, Mark, you brought in an astute point there. Uh, don't you reach the um, the Peter principle uh, that that situation where you've kind of topped out? This is where this is probably as good as it's going to get because of the varied reasons, and you just need to be uh, uh, either a coordinator or a coach at a smaller school that really in do- in the school really doesn't care. So. I think that's. I think we're seeing some of that going on too. Brent, I, I saw this flash across my phone not, I think, two hours ago, and I want to get whatever latest information you have. Florida State has filed a motion to dismiss 
the ACC's lawsuit against them in Mecklenburg County in North Carolina based on the principle that they 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 can't sue before Florida State. They can't countersue before Florida State sues. Can you give me some background information on this? Because it's to me, uh, somebody who doesn't have a legal mind, can you tell me what this is all about? Well, uh, and look, I'm not sure I can get in the legalese either, uh, but what I will tell you, what I understand is uh, what, what's going on here is this is a lot of legal maneuvers because Florida State's basically trying to uh, uh, come up with some kind of compromise with the ACC about them leaving. And again, they've done the math and figured out that it would cost them about $500 million or so to get out. I know the exit fee is 120 but they've, they've thrown a lot of other things in there that someone um, added up. And what they're basically trying to do is just get this thing down to about half, about 250, um, so they can live with that a lot better than 500. And a lot of the other, I, I, I think what we're seeing here, Diesel, is we're seeing a lot of eye candy, uh, a lot of uh, games with someone suing some somebody. Uh, when in the background, what they're actually trying to do is just to get this down to some something that, that both parties can live with. The ACC can get some money. Florida State doesn't have to pay as much money. Uh, and then uh, uh, th- th- thank you for your service, but then we're moving on. Brent Beer joining us, Brent. Clay Travis came out with an article for OutKick this week in which he illustrated how the revenue sharing for players could work uh, and we're hearing him and you and Josh Pate and all these voices we respect around college football saying that's inevitable. So, Brent, can you share with me your best guess on how revenue sharing would actually take place? For example, would the quarterbacks be paid the most? Would every player on the team be paid the same? 95% of players, Brent, are going to love this because 95% of them aren't don't have any value in terms of yeah. name, image, yeah. and likeness. So they're getting nothing. It's kind of like the uh, sports media business. The top 10% gets 90% of the yeah. revenue, yeah. Right? Yeah. right? And so I'm just curious yeah. how you see that working. Like, What's the money divvy up uh, among the team? I, I think I talked to a consultant about, this, uh, about that this week, and, and I've got a friend who – been the consultant with the PGA and the college football playoff, and, and we, we, we talked about that. And I said, what, how, how do you divide up the money? And he said, what, he said, okay, this is my guess, that when we get into uh, collective or bargaining and signing contracts, there is going to be uh, a, a, some kind of a tier system where quarterbacks get this, offensive linemen get this, uh, wide receivers get this, and on down the line, uh, that's eventually going to be uh, um, uh, basically on display for this. i tell you something that I think our folks know. We all share notes together. Chris Hummer from 24-7 had an interesting article this week uh, in that he, uh, behind the scenes, this was, um, um, they didn't give their names, but he asked, I think it was 15 of the better recruits, what they were actually getting in NIL. 
and and basically the there out of those fifteen recruits, there may have been two or three at the most that were getting next to a million dollars, and the rest of them guys were getting like seventy five thousand, hundred fifty thousand, five hundred thousand. Uh, but the, the point of it, and I think this is important, is a lot of this money we hear, a lot of these players are exaggerating this money, and that's really not what they're getting. Uh, but but to go back to your question, that's what I'm hearing in the pipeline as to what eventually is going to happen is uh, the, the, basically the money is going to be laid out for these guys in kind of a tier system and what they're going to get. Uh, and, um, you know, if you go through uh, and if you're going to be an employee, you're going to get a certain amount of money. Uh, and that, that eventually is what that's coming down to is what I understand. Brent, the SEC and the Big Ted are essentially moving into an apartment together. And in your notes, yeah. one of your predictions yeah. is potentially an increase in scholarship limit. They will – uh, not self-impose a limit. They will open themselves up to more scholarship athletes. And doing the math of 16 SEC and 18 Big Ten teams times the extra 15 scholarship athletes per school if they went from 85 to 100, that's 510 more athletes being brought into just those two conferences alone. If that were to happen, would you foresee all the other conferences filing suit against them, the ACC, the Big 12, and the Group of Five, suing those two conferences for essentially creating a monopoly and drawing more players to themselves just because they can't? Possibly. Um, but but if we go to employees, what I've also heard is, uh, guys, we may not have scholarships uh, at, at all because if you're going to, if you're going to be an employee – uh, you're going to make a certain amount of money, uh, and I, I assume that money would be used for, um, as far as to pay school is concerned. Now, the, the point you bring up about these other, about these non non power fives and in these other conferences suing. What I've also been told is what these other schools really need to do, and, and again. I'm a non-Power 5 guy in a lot of ways. I appreciate what they've done. Uh, but what I've been told is they really have got to start. The SEC and Big Ten's doing this. But these other conferences, these other schools, they've got to sit down and they've got to start planning. And they've got to come up with probably a TV contract. They've probably got to come up with their own playoff system before they get left in the dust. And and, and that everything they try to do they're going to try to get back in lawsuits. At some point, what, what we're hearing is be proactive with this. Don't just try to be reactive by suing everybody uh, and this thing really becoming ugly. Uh, at some point, the SEC, obviously the numbers came out this week that they're getting $51 million per school. Listen, guys. <laughs> And I think we've talked about this before with uh, the new TV contract, with the new playoff situation, the SEC and the Big Ten, uh, sooner than later, instead of $51 million a year, it's going to be $100 million a year 
And I've heard even beyond that, and not too long in the near future, heard money, but but I've heard like 150 million. I'm not I'm not saying that's going to happen necessarily, but that is out there. We and we all three know where this money is going. No one has any idea. Brent Beard joining us here on the show. Brent, uh, I'm going to do something that's not so nice to you, okay? But uh, you know I love you. Uh, I'm going to ask you to think about something while I talk about something else, okay? We're going to do a little sleight of hand here on you. I want you to think about, if you can, Brent, how you would make the Super Bowl better under this context, okay? Like, the Super Bowl to me now is the last event on television that we all coalesce around. Everything else is so fractionated, so many different apps. It's been so easy to create content. There's better content on free for YouTube on YouTube than there is on many television networks. So, uh, you know, I think about when I was a wee lad and, you know, how everyone was watching Beverly Hills 90210. Everyone watched the end of the first American Idol, Dallas back in the day, JR, uh, Brent. We don't (laughs) have those shows. We don't have those shows that anyone that anyone watches anymore. So uh, I love that about the Super Bowl. But then you look at the numbers and and the youth of America are tuning out even of the Super Bowl that those numbers are down 13 percent. So with that sadness at the forefront, we were kicking around some different ideas to improve the Super Bowl today. And I'm curious, you know, as as you consider your Super Bowl experiences over the years, what would make it better? Well, I think a lot of the problem is, uh, the, I mean, people wanted to be a competitive game, but you can't really change the the, the rules necessarily to make that happen. I, I tell you one thing, I, I, this is a minor thing, but I would I would put this in um, to at least not create controversy. I'd put some kind of sensor at the goal line. In the in a sensor in the football, uh, so that if you got a controversial play at the goal line, you would have. Um, I mean, my lord, you've got the the ultimate game that is going through the ultimate money. Um, uh, so why don't you do something to make sure you get the call right? Um, I think the other thing, and I don't quite know how to do this. We've talked about this a little bit around here too is is there any way uh martin diesel that you could make the super bowl with fans more interactive yeah um uh you we're we're at the point now to where don't we have the technology to do that um i know as far as texting in things of that nature i i don't i don't mean to make it as far as the gambling aspect of it, I'm, I'm just saying, let me use this as an example. Your mom and dad, they're watching the game, and, and I know they may be limited as far as texting and technology. But if you had something that they could react to and send in their opinion, would would something like that make people – invest and be a little bit more interested i'm just throwing that out brent we'll close with you with this what is your gut feeling ultimately to what happens with clemson uh you mean do they stay in the league or not yeah like what Uh, where where do they go when do they end up how soon does that happen 
I think they will. I think I think Florida State's going the Big Ten. I'm not. I'm not sure Clemson doesn't come. Ah, um, boy, I better this. I better this round. Um, I'm. Not, I'm. Not, I mean, I hear North Carolina and Virginia and the SEC more for the AAU stuff than anything else. I've also talked to a lot of guys who said Clemson would be a better fit for the SEC. And look. They're both going to expand more. You, you you can bet on that. So I, I mean I I don't know, but I but but I would guess right now more. I'm leaning more toward SEC than Big Ten. You know what, Brent? I asked you that because I'm hearing the same issue. It's it's that there's not a perfect fit for them right now. That, that, you right, know? right. You know, yeah. the Big Ten isn't a cultural fit. The SEC is right. more interested in the North Carolina schools yes. in terms of, of a geographical fit. And I know Clemson isn't going to be one of those schools that's left out of this. So, no, uh, no, you know, it's, it's going to be fascinating to see how this ends up. Have a it great is. Super Bowl Sunday, my friend. Uh, we appreciate you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Always, guys. Appreciate you greatly. Take All care. All right. Take care. Our buddy, Brent Beard. Coming your way next, we've got the most unique way of picking our Super Bowl champion that you have ever seen. And those of you on the YouTube channel will be treated, or should I say offended, by what you see on the feet. This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, we are the fan upstate. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. I know a lot of you are expecting the big Super Bowl prediction segment right here and right now, but we are going to have to delay this just a little bit. Well, we're building a little bit of anticipation, but I'm also going to tell you, you know, it's so hard to predict the winner of the Super Bowl because these are presumably the two best teams in the league. They should be relatively evenly matched. So nobody really knows. And as a matter of fact, what's the spread on the Super Bowl? This year, something like three points. It is uh, one and a half. One Sanford and a half Francisco. points. So it's essentially a toss-up, and that's that's great. That's that's what the Super Bowl is supposed to be. The two best teams. You wouldn't want a a seven-point spread in the Super Bowl. So uh, we thought, why don't we just completely randomize our Super Bowl prediction method to a to a degree that no one would ever expect. This is how anyone would predict the Super Bowl. But I guarantee you, our method is going to be just as accurate as anyone else's, but you're going to have to be here to see it, okay? So we're going to do this here in the very next segment. We're waiting on uh, one more person to be here in the studio 
to pull this off. He's stuck in traffic on 385 listening right now, I'm sure. We were just highlighting and celebrating the growth of this. Uh, Diddy is not celebrating this right now. Right, right. So uh, we're waiting on Diddy to get here to be able to do this. So we're probably going to push it to the next segment. But that gives you just a little bit more time if you haven't yet. Uh, You're going to want to watch this happen as it happens live. So find us on YouTube at The Fan Upstate. Click subscribe. Be watching. Go ahead and fire it up. Start watching this live as we're doing this part of the show live, as a matter of fact. And we'll be ready to do this in the very next segment of the show. In the meantime, let's get going with our Super Bowl challenge. Okay, let's get going with our Super Bowl challenge right about now. Uh, We need your scores, your winner, your name. Get us your Super Bowl score on the text line right now. Purdy, please. 71307. Just start your text with the word fan and away you go. Uh, now, look, Diesel and I, Diesel asked me, Mark, are you are willing to allow our official, official picks for the show to be this challenge? The answer is yes. However, at 540, we also will tell you what we think will happen in the game. That's coming up an hour and 10 minutes from right now. But, my friends, for you right now, our Super Bowl challenge. Have you ever wanted to host a segment of a sports talk radio show? If you do, here is your shot. You have the closest score to the actual one, uh, and you pick the correct winner. You're going to be a sports radio show host. All we need are it is for you to text them in. So we have your pick in writing. Give us your name. Give us your game. And you guys know how this works. And the response to this is always outstanding. It's always tremendous. You know, uh, you guys are always slaying it in terms of uh, the picks that you send in, which is tremendous. Okay, and I, I love that about you. Um, but the the amount of picks that we get in are always great, and we'll see what you guys have for us here today. What picks are already coming in. Madcraft says 27-23, Niners on top. Madcraft, eyes up here. This is a family show. I just want to make that very clear. Dan B. says, Mark, Kansas City, 31, San Francisco, 27. These are two people that clearly want to host a segment of this show. Uh, please only participate if you're going to be available and want to host a segment, okay? If you want to play in the contest, but you're going to kind of chicken out when it comes to hosting your segment, that's no bueno. Shy Copeland chiming in with his. He goes 49ers 24-17. 49ers thus far, and I like this about you guys, two out of the three of you, there's no wonder you're listening to the show offsides. Going against the grain, about 75 to 80% of experts in this game are picking Kansas City, and I do not know why. I don't know why. I don't get it. Trey in Kentucky says, need over under on challenge prop bets, inches remaining time of completion, who blows cookies. Uh, It's interesting, Trey. There are some good ones of those every single year. I don't understand why people bet on the coin flip. I don't understand why people bet on the time length of the national anthem. It's like the over-under is always two minutes. I don't get that. Don't, don't you want to bet on something you feel you have control over? or It's called a having a problem. Yeah. Justin L. says 49ers 27, Chiefs 24. 
That score is available, Justin. That has not been taken yet. Now we are three out of four scores coming in thus far. Three out of four are in favor of San Fran. You know, um, so I shared this with you guys. Um, my, I have done the last 10 years. I've ranked the top 10 players playing in the Super Bowl. Eight of the last 10 years, the team that had a majority of the top 10 players won the game. Shocker, right? You have more talent. You have more, more and better star players. You win. Well, this year, 7 out of 10 for San Francisco. Here you go. Number one is actually a Chief, Patrick Mahomes. But would you believe 7 out of the next 9 are 49ers? Number two, Christian McCaffrey. Number three, Trent Williams. Number four, Travis Kelsey. Number five, Fred Warner on the Niners. Six, Chris Jones on the Chiefs. And then seven, eight, nine, ten, all San Francisco 49ers. Nick Bosa, George Kittle, Brock Purdy, and Debo Samuel. Seven out of ten are 49ers. More talent? What do you say? All right, my friends. An all-new way to pick the Super Bowl is what we will do next. As our friend Diddy enters the ranks. It's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, we are the Fan Upstate. All right, my friends, here we go. We see all your Super Bowl picks coming in. John Dog, 31-17 KC. Diddy going San Fran, 35-24. Wolverine Joe, San Fran, 31-30. Trey in Kentucky, from Kentucky. Chiefs, 31-27. Infidel, he's our friend anyway. 31-21 San Francisco. Justin L, 49ers, 27. Chiefs, 24. Okay, guys, we have Diesel's idea, the most unique way ever to pick the Super Bowl winner. I mean, I have had people push um, uh, vegetables down the hallway here at the radio station using just their noses to predict the Super Bowl winner, which, you know, you still got a 50-50 shot, right? No, vegetables so, are just no fun. Yeah. We, it, we, we went fun here. Yeah, they, okay? I mean, there were cucumbers. It was phallic. I mean, that's what made it fun. We went slurping, okay? We, wow. We went, we want to see which one of you guys... <laughs> Can take it in the best, okay? Which one of you guys can take it in the best? Who is the biggest and best slurper between yeah. Diddy and Diesel? So yeah. we've got in our but hands. Now's the time right now. Right now is the time to go on the YouTube uh, stream. Go to YouTube, search the Fan Upstate, and get in the stream. It's happening right now. This is, this is going to represent the official pick of the show. Whoever wins this is the official pick of the show. For offsides. I'm starting to go. question my involvement in yeah, this. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. I actually think both of you are outstanding yeah. at this particular skill. So I you know, I, I have no doubts that you are. Yeah. So I can't wait to see you partake in this, both of you. So That's the right body type. So in Mark's hands are two unwrapped fruit by the foot candy snacks. Uh, we don't know which one is which. One of them is a cherry flavor. That's red. That's going to represent the Kansas City Chiefs. One of them is lemon flavor. It's gold. That's going to represent the San Francisco 49ers. We don't yet, Diddy and I don't know yet which team we're going to be representing, but I am going to let Diddy choose first. So uh, a blind choice. He's going to mix them up in his pockets. A blind choice. You will find out which team you are representing today. Diddy, you get the first choice. Oh my goodness, it's a tough choice. I think I'm going to go, what would that be? Let's go with the left hand. There you go. All right, what flavor? <laughs> it's printed on the side. Mark, give me that one. Now, Diddy previously pre pre uh, predicted 
49ers 35-24. Okay? You've got Lemon. This one's Lemon. He got I've got the 49ers. You've got the Niners. 49ers. Niners. You're right, representing so the 49ers. Team. Today is your lucky day. I've yes. got Starburst Cherry. I'll be representing the Kansas City Chiefs. So here's what we're going to do, Mark. Uh, I'm going to stand up here. Sorry, you're going to have a little rumble of the, of the uh, microphone here as we're turning cameras around. Still time. Still time to get in there. Uh, let me set up Diddy so that everybody can see him. Okay, oh, Diddy, back up go, just Diddy. a little bit. There so it feels like we're unrolling something else a little dirtier, don't you think? So the rules, the rules of the game are simple here. You're going to unroll your fruit by the foot entirely. You're going to put the end of the fruit by the foot in your mouth, and then you're going to put your hands behind your back, okay? You cannot use your hands in any way in this contest, okay? Just using your mouth, we're going to race, to pull the entire fruit by the foot, which is longer than a foot. No, wait a minute, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is like you three tell feet us, of fruit. You tell us who you think is going to win this. Yes, okay? make your predictions. Don't judge on body type. Yeah, yeah I was going to say if you could <laughs> go by. one of us has a whole lot of room to talk here. You could go I might by more size. more candy, but that doesn't mean anything. You could go by <laughs> size, this. and size most certainly matters. Okay? But this this thing goes and goes and goes yeah. for days, Gotta my friends. that last inch, too. Uh, the YouTube feed is is buzzing right now. <laughs> People go. hopping in to the YouTube go. feed make to sure, see. By the way, Diddy, make sure that you unfurl the last little, last inch, is the last little inch because that, that would be cheating if you were. If Every inch counts, Diesel. It does. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. It's, okay. it's Diesel and Diddy's big gulp. We're, yes. we're going to see what, so, we, what we got here. We're going to dangle these straight down. Hands have to Stay behind your back while you're playing the game, uh, and it's a race to get the whole. Like you don't have to eat it if you don't want to. If you need the room, you can eat it. But you know, I, think I turned down candy. <laughs> I think there's been a time when I've told both of you, you guys suck. Well, today you're doing so literally, and I yep. cannot wait to see this, my friends. All okay, right. that's this, the last, in- this last inch is uh, is together. Just just break it. Just break it. It'll be fine. Okay, guys, uh, here we go. We've got the YouTube stream live and going. Who is going to win the Super Bowl? We've got. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Diddy. Okay, he's got the paper off. Okay. Thanks, JD. Okay, wait a minute. He's got the first part in his mouth, Diesel. So you got the first part in his mouth. Diesel's got the first part in his mouth. Uh, Diddy representing the 49ers. Diesel representing the Kansas City Chiefs. On your mark, it said go. Oh my gosh, he's going to town. <laughs> Look at this. The slurp fest that is going on right now inside the offside studio. And Diddy has a lead. And down the stretch they come. Diddy has won. Oh, my God. What a domination. Diesel, what happened to you? Oh, my gosh. It's gone. (laughs) It is gone just like that. Diddy, why am I not surprised? You are a you are you have you have this skill. Diesel, I'm not either. Diesel, uh, Diddy takes it down. He takes it down. He slays it. Takes it down downtown. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh man, that's a Diddy, whole lot of fruit by the foot, sir. Diddy, you did that. You did that. Are you ready? Yeah. In 26 seconds. Oh my impressive. god. That, just, that was probably like you know that was three or four teaspoons, tablespoons of sugar, zero fruit. Let's be real. Yeah. There's no There's fruit, no in fruit in whatsoever. That that is that's way more oh, sugary God, than I remember it being as a God, child. Yeah, mm. like I said, wow. 
It was amazing. Wow. Diesel, I swear to you. <laughs> like Diddy, I was trying. Diddy That's has hard. A, Diddy's esophagus is a vacuum. I'm not sure if you I'm not sure if you realize that. That's Pet all the, right here. Sorry, Pet ladies. He's taken. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That was incredible. Thank you. Diddy, how does it feel? You called the 49ers. Yes, I did. The 49ers are now the victor. Mm-hmm. To the victor go oh the spoils. Dog. And above and beyond that, I think we might have somebody with competitive eater skills here. You know, we, we do ask this from time to time. Diesel, what is the food eating contest that you could win? It's not this. Okay. <laughs> what, what is the one you could win? Oh, man. Pizza, maybe? Pizza? Yeah. Mine, mine would be chili dogs or mm-hmm. any carbonated. Did he back up just a little bit from the camera? Yeah. Mine would be uh, chili dogs or carbonated drinks. I have that yeah. thing in my throat. Carbonated drinks don't bother me. Okay. Like, I, I can drink carbonated drinks as fast as I can drink water. Yeah. So they don't bother me. Diddy. Yeah, like, I, I think we got potential here. I don't know. There's, Food there's a contest. handful. I think there's a handful. Definitely anything sweet because I have the worst sweet tooth ever. Yeah. Like, I, candy, I will crush. I will kill, like, 10 bags of M&Ms in 10 minutes if you need me to. I'm going to wow. be pulling this out of my um, teeth all day. I have the problem with the soda, though. It's, wow. it's It depends on what soda it is. If it's fizzy, within three gulps, I'm burping. And I'm in trouble. But if it's bubbly, like say like, you know, like Pepsi versus Coke. Coke is fizzy. Pepsi's bubbly. I could chug a Pepsi. Yeah. No problem. But I ch- start to chug a uh, uh, Coke. I'm hiccuping. I'm burping. <laughs> so it's trouble. By the way, we're Wings seeing a huge, trouble. huge bump in our YouTube viewers right now. Those of you who are not subscribed to the YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button. It's in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen if you're watching on YouTube. This was a blast, man, and you crushed me. So what that means is the 49ers are going to crush yes. the Kansas City Chiefs. And we have some scores that, I'm feeling a that buzz. reflect that. It feels like I just drank a pre-workout. It's uh, almost like, yeah. I am buzzing right now. You went pre-workout. Wow, that was a lot of sugar. Direction, but. Thank you so much, Diddy, <laughs> for not only being the sacrificial lamb, yeah. but for stepping up so I didn't have to. Absolutely. I truly appreciate you doing that more than Ooh. I could ever say. Diesel said you're on a diet. I said, well, uh, my round behind is not. So let's do this. <laughs> Brother, I can't eat that. For the last 10 days, Diddy, I've eaten bison, lamb, brown rice, sweet potato, and pear. Okay. And that's it. It's delicious. Ten though. days. It's it's after two days, it starts tasting like dog food. Fair. That's and fair. then you realize never give your dog the same thing ever. You realize day. it's because <laughs> no, you're basically nice. eating all of the ingredients of yeah. dog food. Right. Fair. You're right. essentially eating dog food. It sucks. I and so stand by bison though. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, it, oh, is. it is. Stuff. It is uh, it is real. By the way, Diddy, uh, it's been kind of a long time, no yeah. see. Uh, Diddy now does some really, really great engineering work for the company. Yes, it does. Uh, tell us what keeps you busy these days, Diddy. Well, outside of selling alcohol all over the upstate, which is my main gig, uh, definitely programming all of our live sports here. Would you say that Odyssey. upstaters, offsiders, are they big drinkers? Uh, yeah, the upstate is kind of becoming one of the meccas of craft beer for sure. But obviously, we also do a great job with wine and spirits in this area. Um, but yeah, we, we, we're a fun group, the upstate. The upstate does a good job of keeping the party going. Uh, and we know how to take care of each other and be a uh, just a one big family. As much as we grow as a big city, still a family atmosphere in Greenville, and that's the best thing about it. You know, Diesel and I stirred up a hornet's nest yesterday. Big surprise uh, when <laughs> uh, we we got the news from the U.S. Census Bureau that the mm-hmm. South South Carolina, the state yeah. of South Carolina, is the fastest growing state in America. And I think this is a great thing. Yeah. Now you know, Diddy, like we, you and I are not from here. Mm. Okay. Um, but it amazes me that people still believe that they have the capability mm. to keep things the same yeah. when nothing ever stays the same. So I said, I must be the only person who considers this good news. 
Nothing stays the same ever. Any attempt to maintain status quo is futile. Embrace growth and change. And realize you have done an incredible job making this state a place many want to be. That's a compliment to you. Uh, Diddy, you know, we're offsides is the show that gives you both sides. Uh, What? How do you feel about the growth that you're seeing? Like, you were not late. I mean, you could have gotten here today whatever you wanted to. But you were delayed today yeah. by part of that growth. Yes. And I was I was thinking to myself, I wonder how Diddy feels about yeah. the growth now that he's stuck in the growth. It's not a tumor. What did you, how do you feel? Yeah, it's not a tumor. Uh, it's just 385. That's all it is. Uh, it's Look, there's goods and bads. I think in the long run, this is one of the few things I think me and you, Mark, agree on. Uh, I think with growth comes opportunity, and the opportunity just continues to grow in this area because of our growth, because of what we've become. We've attracted BMW and Michelin and now Tesla coming to Fountain Inn. We've done such a good job of growing this area to make it attractive to everybody in this country, including major corporations, which helps all of us to grow. And trust me, if you're owning some land that you've owned for years and years and years in this town, you're going to be rich soon because this land just keeps getting more valuable. Everything you own here is worth more and more as we grow. The only issue I have with our growth is that, and you know, there's a station across the street where we can get deeper into this topic. The people who we elect haven't been good enough at getting us ready for the growth. That's what makes us frustrated is that our infrastructure hasn't accommodated the growth. If we could get ahead of the growth, Everything would go smoother, and I think we'd all be better off for it. I love seeing what Greenville's become. I moved here in the year 2000. You never went west of Washington Street downtown because it wasn't safe. You didn't go in a lot of places that you go all the time now because there's different breweries and mills and stores and everything that you go to where you would never go to that part of town 24 years ago. I love the growth of Greenville. I love what this town has become, but I also understand the frustration because driving around is a headache sometimes. So they have to find a way to find that happy medium. But you can't be mad about the fact that we're going to usurp Charlotte within the next 15 to 20 years. That's pretty awesome that we're that big and that massive. What, you think we are? I, I mean, mean you were the first one to tell me no, that I know. Yeah. No, I know. We are, we are outpacing Charlotte in yeah. terms of growth. We're adding more people than Charlotte. We're yes. adding as many people as Atlanta. Um, what burns my brownies, Diddy, is that when Charlotte got the Carolina Panthers, the population was 490,000. Mm-hmm. So we now have a bigger population yeah. than when Charlotte got the Carolina yeah. Panthers. It's just like, man, we, we just missed our window? I guess so. Yeah. By the way, you and Diesel do a phenomenal job Thank on the you. Carolina kickoff show. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware we had on new Carolina Panthers head coach Dave Canales this week. Yep. Admittedly, would not have been my hire. Okay, Fair. would not have been my hire um, because, you know, look, he would have been 10th, 11th, 12th mm-hmm. down the list. Uh, he is of the Shane Beamer level of experience ilk, mm-hmm. meaning he has no experience whatsoever, right? But let me tell you, you have him on, you talk to him, yeah. you can see why he would kind of magnetize a room. You really oh, absolutely. would. And I think he's a name we mentioned on Carolina Kickoff at one point because we were talking about Did different you? coordinators that could work. And he was somebody who kind of came into the after a Ben Johnson, after, and I'm blanking on the name right now, I apologize, the Bobby Miami Smith. Smith. Um, Forget his first um, Miami's name. offensive coordinator. Those were names we brought up the most because of what their experience was, especially Miami with working with Tua, working with Mike McDaniel, getting that offensive experience. But we did slightly mention Canales because of the fact of what we saw uh, uh, from Baker. Baker do last year here, which was nothing and terrible, and then what we saw him do last this year in Tampa. And Canales was that difference. Canales was running that offense, and really, you could look at last year's Tampa to this year's Tampa with Tom Brady 
compared to Baker and just not having Canales is a whole different offense. And outside of maybe that one game in Charlotte, when Mike uh, Evans went off with Tom Brady, the offense wasn't great for Tampa last year, this year, they were far and away better. I love getting him in as a head coach, as an offensive mindset. What I think is the most important thing that Tepper and the Carolina Panthers have done in the last four months is Dan Morgan. Cause Dan Morgan is a no nonsense linebacker, a headstrong, totally just testosterone driven man that is not going to let a David Tepper come into his office and tell him what to do. And that is why by far to me, the most important thing the Panthers need right now is somebody to tell Tepper to go away, sign the checks and let us do football. And Dan Morgan's that guy. I think the number one thing we're all waiting to see is, is Dave Tepper willing to go away? Fair. Is he willing to get lost? I think the number two thing people want to know is whether there be a rematch of this contest because <laughs> Madcraft, Madcraft, what you just said is disrespectful. He said, I appreciate this whole segment because it would suck for Diddy to have waited in traffic on 385 just to wax Diesel in 23 seconds. That's rude, Madcraft. I thought we were better friends than that. Uh, Roger Carper said that Diddy is going to make some guy a very good wife one day. Uh, JD says, forget about it, Roger. Diddy is married. Madcraft <laughs> is calling you the candy crusher. Uh, texture here says, I just checked in. Sounds like I'm listening to the Howard Stern show. Awesome. That's exactly uh, what we were going for. How did you know? <laughs> uh, look, I'm, I'm personally rooting for the 49ers in this one because I want to see Steve Wilkes go yes. get his ring. I want to see Christian see, McCaffrey see. go get his ring. Two, two guys who were on this roster and coaching staff last year who left this team, went to the same place, and could rub Dave Tepper's face in it yet again. You know, we saw C.J. Stroud, the guy he could have had, uh, make it into the playoffs. We saw D'Amico Ryans, the coach he could have had, make it into the playoffs. Now we've seen a running back who he traded away because he thought he was washed up, and uh, the interim head coach that he could have taken the interim tag off of go win a Super Bowl with another team. That, As somebody who wants to see uh, Dave Tepper cry and throw drinks like a petulant child every day of the week, I want to see San Francisco absolutely wax the Chiefs just just to stick it in Dave's face. Yes. Diddy, fantastic job. Great Thank to you. see you. Absolutely. Uh, continued success to you, and uh, thanks for all you do for us here uh, on the engineering side and on the producing side. And by the way, uh, I don't know if you heard the news, mm-hmm. but the location where we hosted the Carolina kickoff show re-up so it looks like we're going to be back there again next year that is incredible congratulations gentlemen all right my friends we've got the top five at five coming your way next here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere it's offsides mark ryan and diesel and we are the fan upstate now with the mlb app you can get baseball your way Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.